We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're getting you ready for Pro Football's ultimate matchup. This is a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Super Bowl Football Friday. I love it. I love it so much. Um, we've been talking a ton about the matchup, and, and really it's it's kind of focused on, on Philly, and this is what happens when you have a team that's been to, what, three Super Bowls in the last five years, right? It is how does the other team beat them? Give me new and shiny. Yeah, it's how does the other team beat the guy who's there before? The, the team that has hosted the AFC Championship game year and year and year and year again. Um, but how does the how did the Kansas City Chiefs come out and win this game? And defensively, we don't really talk about the Chiefs' defense because of the fact that if you look at them, they aren't a, a group that really blows your hair back. They're nothing like the Philadelphia Eagles, which come in boasting the number two defense in, in the entire NFL throughout the course of the entire season. They don't come in with the most sacks in the NFL. It's only the second most sacks in the NFL this How season. How dare they? But it's nearly 20 behind. They're 17 oh, behind right. them. Oh, right. <laughs> I know, right? But it is, it, it's incredible how... You know, everything is kind of has this Philly twist and it's more Philly centric heading into the Super Bowl when you have got a an explosive offense and in led by Patrick Mahomes, which it's not just retooled, it's rebuilt. If you look at the way that they attack defenses over the course of this season, um, it's completely different than when you have Tyreek Hill on the outside, who is a burner that can take the top off a of defense. So you're putting the safeties even further back, and they're on their heels from the snap of the ball because of a Tyreek Hill. You're attacking more the middles of the field, and look no further than Travis Kelsey and his production over the course of this year to see how different this offense is. They went from attacking you on the edges and in, in deep in the back end to attacking you in the middle. And it's it's a completely different approach. That's not a subtle offense. that's not a subtle change. No, it's huge. Changing it's absolutely stylistically what your offense is to a backbreaking big play offense to a churn the clock over the middle possession based offense is vastly different. Just 
the whole idea of, of Patrick Mahomes changing that, Andy Reid changing that, so much of what you do, how you set things up, what you do to get to those places, how you deploy guys, how that impacts your defense as opposed to not being the quick strike or to maybe getting more third downs because you're getting the lesser big plays, how you have to plan for that, build towards that, not just personnel, but planning-wise. It's, it's such a significant change, and it makes for – I think we we over we overlook how good Andy Reid and Mahomes have been despite yeah. all the praise that we give them just because we don't – this is like – how often was was the offense really fundamentally changed in New England with Tom Brady? Uh, not very much. I mean, for a couple of years when you had Randy Moss, it changed, but no. But otherwise, it's. I mean, it evolved, but slowly. Yes, but I mean, yeah. that evolution came with being a quarterback being there for twenty years. Yes, absolutely. That's something you you expect, and the the that's not. I don't even know if that's changing, you know, or or, or evolving in Tom Brady. That might just be the NFL evolving. Absolutely. Not fundamentally changing a style. No. And it, that is a, a big thing is the league changed yeah. so much. And that's the thing. It's like This wasn't the, the league change that forces the Chiefs to do this. It was a big-time personnel change. And like we cannot undersell enough because it wasn't – I think a lot of uh, the discussion around Tyreek Hill was uh, Patrick Mahomes made him that guy. Yeah. Uh, how good was he with Tua? <laughs> are, are those the same two quarterbacks? Or is Tyreek Hill that dude? And so losing that, I think you and I would probably agree on this. Tyreek is, is still right now the best blow-the-top-off coverage guy in the league, right? Uh, yeah. Losing that is no small thing in the oh. NFL today where that is such a premium thing to be able to do. And I think that what's, what's amazing about this matchup in, in the Super Bowl is that if this was the Kansas City Chiefs of a year ago going up against this Philadelphia Eagles team, I would say that the matchup favors Philly even more. Yes. Because if you look at what Philly likes to do, they like to play a lot of zone coverage, which is we're not going to get beat over the top. We're going to keep everything in front of us, and we are going to try to make you sustain long drives. And with Tyreek Hill and the way that that offense was built before, what they would do is if every team in the world tried to do it, but you couldn't, you can't against a Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. because when you do that and you stretch them so far down the field, right, you're taking guys out. And where did they hit Travis Kelsey? He was in the seams 15 to 20 yards finding that soft spot. It was on the over routes with Michael Hardman where he would just be running 25 yards to the opposite side of the field where Tyreek Hill would clear out and you have to respect that. And then Hardman, here he comes streaking across the field. This year's team, in the way that Philly is built, mm-hmm. and they are so good in the back end, where Philly wants what they want to do in keeping you in front is what is the Chiefs say, want to do. You have got to sustain a long drive, and you will make a mistake. If you do not make a mistake, our four guys that we send that are better at getting to the quarterback than anybody else in the league, and I'd venture to say with just a four-man pressure, not blitzing, with just four guys better than any other team in the history of the NFL getting to the quarterback mm-hmm. as often as they do, they say, we want to have you sustain drives in the middle. And that is where this new retooled offense, that's what they do with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. What they do with Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. and obviously with Travis Kelsey, is that they've gone from using 100 yards of the field and the 53 and the third to where they just kind of they they stretch 
sideline to sideline. But they eat you up in the And ashes. they find so much space mm-hmm. because they'll use different personnel groupings. And, and this actually helps with um, that four-man rush is that when you run 12 personnel or 13 personnel, which is one back in two tight ends, one back in three tight ends, you're alleviating the pressure off of your tackles. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's no doubt about it. We just saw that Hassan Reddick is ranked number one in pass rush off the edge, mm-hmm. and Orlando Brown Jr. is uh, number one f- for tackles. It, it's not that Orlando Brown is that great because against above average uh, rushers, Pro Football Focus said uh, has a stat that against above average pass rushers, his win rate or his loss rate is 15.8%. Okay? That's not good. Them good boys get after him. The good in against below average pass rushers, it's 7.4%. Oh, so he just mauls the the below average guys. But what they do is they say, "Fine. If Orlando Brown's going to struggle with this guy, we got a tight end right there. We're going to bring in another tight end. Yep. We're going to bring two more tight ends to that side." And that helps you attack the middle of the field. We talked about this earlier in the week is if you have 13 personnel where you have one back and three tight ends, the hardest part about it for a defense is which guy's staying in and which guys mm-hmm. are going. Because you can bring a back up and release the tight end. You can keep both of the tight ends and release the back out. Where are they going to be releasing from and where are they going? That's the hardest part about it for defending this Kansas City team. And a year ago, they wouldn't be able to do that. No. Because they weren't built to do that a year ago. It's not. It wasn't their identity. The crazy part about Kansas City and the most impressive part for Patrick Mahomes and really Andy Reid is building a new identity so quickly and getting to the Super Bowl with it. Having a Travis Kelsey makes that possible yeah, in those tight end sets. And I don't want to undersell Isaiah Pacheco either. Yeah, he's, he's another fundamental part of that, and having a guy who not only can win in pass pro, yeah. but be the back out of the backfield. And if anything, we'll get to our picks later. But the thing that to me that could that's that could be the wild card in this game is if the Chiefs actually commit to running the ball. Yeah, that's the question I have because they they haven't done it. You can against Philly too, and that's what like like Andy. It's not like Andy Reid doesn't know that. Well, and that's what makes me wonder: Do you ride what got you here, your quarterback, or do you have a little something extra? Of okay, look. I know you're only going to rush four. Maybe you go a little bit. They go nickel. They go dime significantly more often. They bring those extra DBs in the field. And you talk about Philly not being a great tackling team. Well, make them tackle by getting physical with them. And that's I wonder if Pacheco ends up being the the unsung hero to this game. I I'm really going to be fascinated too in that because Pacheco it run the ball number one, and that helps you out with shortening the sticks and eliminating that pass rush. Because, again, what Philly wants to do, keep everything in front of them, drop seven, rush four, okay, and get you behind the sticks with the sack, force you to make that mistake. If you run the ball effectively, man, you chew that thing up, you have to have those guys creep in a little bit closer and a little bit closer, and then you get eyes off of Travis Kelsey uh, if you have the ability to run the ball because – uh, it, Travis Kelsey in the under, it I, I I like I'm leaning more and more on his yards under mm. because of the fact that think of it, what Philly wants to do in their identity is drop seven, mm-hmm. okay, 
and into coverage and have the middle of the field occupied, and they do a really dang good job of it. Yep. Okay? They also have Gardner Johnson, who can fill on the run, and he's really good in coverage yes. too, right? And at, at the strong safety, if he has that matchup with Travis Kelsey. Which you would imagine is the way that's going to go. You, you, but you probably would want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably would want it. Okay. Is he going to eat or is he just going to acquire require that much more attention to where the other tight ends, Pacheco coming out of the backfield, are going to be the guys that benefit from it? Because, look, Patrick Mahomes, his woogie, his blankie is Travis Kelsey. Yes. That's his comfort. And there will be catches that Travis Kelsey will get. But he's no dummy. Patrick Mahomes will take exactly what you give him. You said Woogie, and I immediately went to something about Mary yeah. and, and <laughs> the old rash face. I'm like, that's his, that's his, his Woogie? on his face. <laughs> you yeah. need to refamiliarize yourself with Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I know, but I just did the, the more recent uh, Woogie was the one that stuck out in my head. And I was like, that's, that's his Wojnowski? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. His uh, love blisters. He gets his love <laughs> blisters from uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, mm. that's brutal. But I, this this is a Chiefs team offensively built to sustain drives this year. And that's what you have to do. Which is weird to think about when you're talking about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I know, right? And but it, that's what they've been all season. It's not. It, it, this ain't, like you usually say, this ain't your grandpa's you know, Chiefs team. Mm-hmm. This isn't last year's Chiefs team. <laughs> it, they've found that new identity, and it, it behooves them against this Philly team. Uh, on the other side of the ball, what do you do defensively if you're Kansas City? Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen. Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. He came from somewhere back in the long ago. The sound of the fool don't see trying hard to recreate. All right, 503-250-1080. We talked about uh, touching up Jalen Hurts earlier in the week. Blitzing him. How is Kansas City going to try and do that? As we go in, dive in a little bit deeper. I get caught up in, uh, I get caught up in like the the tendencies uh, of teams. Okay, and I really like like looking into the tendencies because, like for instance, Steve Spagnolo is known for and a great tendency breaker in in playoff games. Okay, if you uh, take a look at the AFC Championship game, 
what they did on critical downs, they ran a lot of cover two man. So you have two high safeties and you're playing man to man underneath. Uh, and it is just a blanket over the top, a little safety over the top. It makes it hard to, uh, as you're dropping back in, in a quarterback, identify pre-snap because you'll you'll be between man and zone. You're not quite sure. Safeties look like they're playing zone. Everybody else looks like they're playing man. But when you, you get to it, it gave Joe Burrow a ton of headaches in the AFC Championship game. They came up huge in that regard. And I was looking at kind of the, the tendencies and how this game is being broken down in the fact that the Chiefs don't run a lot of cover three. In fact, they ran the least amount of cover three in the entire NFL by 10%. They only ran cover three 15% of the time. The next closest team was 25%. <laughs> like That's a significant drop-off in, in the world of football when you're talking about over the course of an entire season. Yeah, there's a lot more. It's not, it's not sample size theater. No. Do you know which coverage the Philadelphia Eagles have struggled the most against this year? No. Cover three. Hey! Hey! Which is weird, right? And Spagnolo being the tendency breaker that he is, if you want to bring a lot of zone pressure, you want to bring zone blitzes, you want to play uh, to the strengths of your defense and the weaknesses of somebody else, mm-hmm. a lot of cover three is something that you can run and probably should run this week against Kansas City or against uh, Philadelphia. Do you have anything historically on tendency breakers? That's something I started thinking about was historically how much do teams deviate from who they are in the Super Bowl? It, it's it's all base coordinator to coordinator, but Spagnolo is a guy that he's not afraid, especially with two weeks prep in a Super Bowl. He'll throw the kitchen sink at you. They, they weren't a cover two man dominant team before the AFC championship game, but you're at the point where you let her rip tater chip. If it's working in the game, you get a feel for it. Then you go in with cover three against the Philadelphia. We, we talk about this. It, so many teams run the two high safety look. So why is cover three hard for Jalen hurts? He is starting to hit, you know, more of the seams, and he'll go outside the numbers with mm-hmm. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith a lot. Cover three is hard because what you're taught on the outside is don't get beat deep, right? Yes. But what you do if you have a two-high safety look is one of those safeties is coming down and inside, mm-hmm. okay? Taking away the seam where he is, Looking he's gone throw. either outside or right back into the seams. That's where you're finding your possession receivers. You're finding your, your tight end coming up the seam inside the hashes there. And if that safety is coming down in kind of a little robber look, that makes it a whole lot difficult, more difficult read for the quarterback in real time because you're going outside, then you're coming back in. He struggled with that this year. Mm-hmm. It's actually been the, the defense that they've had the worst success against is cover three this year. Because that leads towards Jalen's shortcomings or struggles. And the, 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 the fascinating part for me, though, is will Spags want to do that knowing – Jalen Hurts hasn't been throwing the ball deep very well, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have to do it this week because of the fact that are you going to test his shoulder? Are are you how confident is he in in that shoulder of Jalen Hurts as opposed to going with a cover two man look and and giving him maybe the comfort throws but forcing him to try to drive the ball downfield? Make him try to beat you deep. Uh, that'll be that is the that's the really interesting one for me, but. Also, cover three for Philly, it's really good at taking away your RPOs, too. Mm. Because if you think about it, 
where don't you want to get beat? You don't want to get beat deep by Devontae Smith. You don't want to get beat deep by A.J. Brown. But when you have those RPOs, I think if you're Kansas City, what you want to do is you want to, one, force in the run game Jalen Hurts to pull it and run it himself. Yes. You get more hits on him. You Those hits start adding up. You just take away the backs. You say, Jalen Hurts, if somebody's going to beat us, it's going to be Jalen Hurts running the ball, and we're going to put as many hits as we can on him because he's got a bum shoulder. If they're going to pull on RPOs, they have a ton of success running slants because you have a big body receiver in AJ Brown mm-hmm. running slants off right off the heels. And of you that don't RPO. want man coverage on that. You want that zone passing no. each other. Well, off. you got you got a hook to curl defender mm-hmm. one, and then you have a flat defender who is going out into the flats, take anything short. Well, he's going to run right into that window, and if he's got a brain on him, he'll pick up AJ Brown on the slant. And if he doesn't, then you have a hook to curl defender. No right behind him, you're taking away that slant on the RPO, but also that flat defender, if he sees a bubble screen, he's rallying to that as well. That, yeah. So you have you have it really well defended, cover three, against Philadelphia because of the two things they want to do, and they do the best, take your top off and hit you with RPOs. And if, I, if you're Kansas City, you got the dudes to do it, man. Your, your safety, your safety play is outstanding, mm-hmm. and you have two really good Thornhill and Reed are absolute dogs in yes. the secondary. You, that's your best spot, and so cover three makes a ton of sense. And it also gives some some cover, so to yeah. speak, to your corners, yeah. who they aren't world beaters. Nope, but they're not. They're not terrible. You know, it, their secondary. It's, it's good. It's it's a lot better than people give it credit for because yeah. they had some puppies back there. They had Trent McDuffie, yes. who he was, and I think this kind of it, it 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 puts a cloud over all of the numbers, right? And when you look at it, this is still like a top ten defense in the NFL. But they're better than they even think because of of the puppies that they have back there. You have a rookie playing at a really high level right now, which typically. Doesn't happen among DBs. Just this year, there's no. a, there's a lot of them. I mean, Trent McDuffie <clears throat> is a dude back there. Everybody in the Pac-12 knows that mm-hmm. from his time up at UW. But it takes time to adjust and acclimate yourself. He's done a insanely as the season has gone on, there. and he's gotten more reps at the NFL level. Shocking, he's gotten better. You get better and better, weird, and better and better. And that to me, he could be he could be the dude that comes out of this thing and. That has the pick six. Changes his entire perception league-wide. Is Trent McDuffie could have a massive game in Super Bowl 57, and he becomes the next lockdown corner that we talk Mm. about. That would, then now that to me would be, if, if all things go well for Kansas City, that does it for me. Because McDuffie has been a different player lately. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. I don't know if I'm. I, I think I, I've landed on Pacheco as as that guy. Is that I? Maybe I should lean towards a Chiefs defender as being that guy, but I just. Ooh. I don't know. A Chiefs defender. Who else would it be if it's if it's if you're going Chiefs defender? That's who the thing. Do you think it would be? The safe one is Chris Jones. He's just been incredible yeah, all year. But all year. I think it's probably Reed. Ah, yeah, Justin Reed's a good one, too. I Just for exactly the reasons you talked about, I think the, the Eagles will challenge them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and whether or not Reed is the guy could be the difference in the game. 
This is going to be a hell of a matchup. Mm-hmm. These two teams, I, I am, it is, you want to talk about 50-50 split. It's a coin toss game. It does not get bigger than this. And uh, everything, like, we'll give our picks up coming up at the top of the hour. Um, but I am so torn on this game. And I think a lot of people are just because of, you can go tit for tat and I'm talk not. yourself into every single side of this thing. Five oh three. You're not. You are. I, you're solid. Huh? I, I. I am. I. I've gone through everything, and I've. I've. I've made my bets, and I. Uh, I, I. I am very much um, kumbaya. All right. With 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 where I sit right now. Two o'clock. We'll have them. We'll have them. Get your picks in at five oh three two five oh ten eighty. Uh, coming up next, we got our worst day on the web, and it's a doozy. Here's Rust. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. That sucks. A lot of dads out there just tapping their steering wheel right now. Okay, our worst day on the web uh, today. You know, can I spin this and say this is a good quality that he has? Because he's not a good liar. The inability to lie at all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Let's see how you spin this. Then. Yeah, he's a, he's a good liar. Um. Anthony Davis has given his reasoning as to why his he, body language was complete horse crap. Uh, yeah, why he sat down on the bench, did not clap, did not cheer, did, did not acknowledge did not LeBron James. Head. Is it hemorrhoids? As he <laughs> became the scoring king. Uh, no, no, it was not uh, the the roids. Because I wouldn't smile or look terribly excited if I had hemorrhoids. But you also wouldn't want to sit down in that moment. You'd probably want to maybe stand up. Maybe he's got up. the donut. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But Anthony Davis has said that uh, the reason why he was sitting down and not um, acknowledging LeBron was... Yeah, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He was more concerned what was going on with the game they were losing to the Thunder, and he wasn't aware that he was about to pass Kareem. The 20,000 people standing up, everyone on his bench standing up, even some teammates holding cell phones, filming the moment, did not spark the attention of one Anthony Davis. There There was a countdown on the television feed that we all saw. There was a countdown in the arena, too. Everybody knew how many points LeBron James was from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Everybody. Every single person in there. Except for Anthony Davis, apparently. So that's my spin, though, is that, hey, he can't lie. He's a truthful guy. He's uh, he's very bad at lying. So you always know the truth when, when Anthony Davis is around. Because that is a horrific lie. I mean, he's lying through his teeth and... It, okay. there, there's there there are things that are circulating around the NBA that that relationship may be fractured. Yeah, and there we go. That was going to be my next question: yeah. is uh, how long until we get the uh, no? There's oh wait, 
there's more, and it's not a brand new car. It's Anthony Davis wants to get in a car and leave town. Yes, and not even that. I think it maybe Braun maybe wants to put him in the car. Why? Why do we think this though? I I don't know. I I've I've heard these murmurings for a couple weeks, um, but how much you believe? Like, there's so much that is said around the NBA that. How much do you believe it? How much of it is actually real? How much of it is overblown? How much of it is misinformation? You, stuff flies all the time. And I was like, eh. I mean, LeBron wears on guys, but mm-hmm. he also protects you, and like, you're safe when you're one of his guys. Like, sometimes you just got to put up with it. Like, it's just that's part of, the, part of the beast of being a LeBron James teammate. Okay. Now. But how- now from, from the folks that I've heard it from, it does feel like there's a little bit of headbutting there between the two. Okay, and this is going to be another question because it always seems like things affect the Blazers that don't affect other teams. How does this? How are they going to be able to bring somebody else in if if they have a move off of Anthony Davis? Right? Because it's LeBron James, they could find anything and make anything. Look, uh, Demar Derozan's been linked with the team. Zach Levine has been linked with the well, team. I mean, like, whoa, 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 whoa. what does that even mean? What does that even mean? The it's LeBron James. You you can find anything to happen. Like if how does the CBA? How does that affect the CBA? Because you're gonna have he's got two more years mm-hmm. or one one in a player option. Yes, next year in a player. But if option. LeBron stays in LA, which as of right now it sounds like that's the that's the play. But if he, if he wants to chase the title, this is what you talk about in the summer. Not that necessarily Portland should be interested in Anthony Davis. But the idea of Anthony Davis hitting the market, the idea of James Harden hitting the market, the idea of Joel Embiid hitting the market, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Mikhail Bridges, like so many different things could happen this summer. You look around the NBA right now, the reason why teams were so hesitant to give up picks wasn't just this draft. It's because a lot of people believe that there is going to be some serious moving and shaking of stars in the NBA this summer. Okay. And it sounds like Anthony Davis could be one of those guys. Huh. I just want them to be penalized when he leaves, you know? Like, and the, the, he the, won't the just reason walk. why the reason why would be they trade him salary yeah. for salary, yeah. not he leaves in free agency, yes. there's a big cap hold, then you don't get that slot, that salary slot. They would actually get some salary cap space because the only guys they're paying now with – Everybody with D'Angelo Russell's deal is ending. They aren't paying anybody else. They have cap holds on guys, which you can walk away from, and the Lakers can get guys to accept lesser than deals because they're the Lakers. But they would actually get some salary cap space out of that. Hmm. Which is insane. It is insane. Wee! I don't like it. No, I don't either. But, yeah, I, I would imagine that the 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 big shakeup this year or this summer um, with multiple stars is definitely on the table. That is very fascinating. And Anthony Davis falling out of uh, of LeBron's good graces is very predictable, too. Because, it, one, it's availability with LeBron. Two, it's a personality. He's kind of got a, I don't know, I think Kevin Love's even more, more outgoing than Anthony Davis is. But he's kind of got that Kevin Love, uh, not a loner, but... He won't third be, wheel vibe. He won't be in lockstep with LeBron and be a yes man to LeBron mm-hmm. every step of the way. He won't and be the Chris Bosh. Would rather kind of do it his way, kind of deal. Yeah, and it yeah. does sound like he's another guy who like, wants to kind of go home. And he's from Chicago. He's from Chicago. Who would they trade? 
the, Zach Levine, the, Zach or Demar. How many? How many more miles does Demar Derozan still have on his? His game's going to age gracefully. Okay, it is. It so just you is. think he's got? Because he's what? He's from L.A. too. He uh, yeah. I, he went to. Uh, uh, he went. Yeah, they were here for the Les Schwab Invitational one year. Um, not with Demar Derozan. Um, but Demar Derozan is what? 33? 33 years old. We really think he's got a long time left? He, uh, not, I mean, what's a long time? Two, three years? Yeah. Okay. I mean, DeRozan went to Compton. Compton. Oh, Compton High, not Dominguez? No. Yeah, DeMar went to Compton. Mm. All right. Well, there goes that. I thought he went to Dominguez. Never mind. Um, okay. 503-250-1080. Worst day on the web. Anthony Davis, you're a liar. And you can't pull this one on us. An, an old, you can't do this to us, Demar a, or uh, a liar, Anthony. liar, pants on fire at Uh That's right, Ron Burgundy. I don't believe you. Mm. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty is the fan text line. Um, let's get back into Super Bowl mode. The other, Danny and Dusty on the fan. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. We excited for Rihanna as the halftime entertainment? Not as excited as I would be if it were Dave Mason. Yeah, I think for the other 90 million people watching, they'll rather watch Rihanna. Who's Dave Mason? The song. Mark Mason's brother. Did. That's, that's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Blazers in arena announcer Mark Mason. I take Mark Mason too. Um, over Rihanna? Yeah. It doesn't do anything for me. Or excuse wow. me, Rihanna. Um, she, she issued a correction. Hey, you live your life. If I never see your face again, I'll hate that I love you. Well, there's only you and me, and we both disagree. I will not allow this. That was three Rihanna songs that I just used in a sentence to talk about <laughs> you, Jeff Rust. Um, Looking into each other's eyes like this. So it's Rihanna? R- Rihanna? Did you just say that she corrected us on that? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I said Rihanna in the car with my wife a couple weeks ago, and she goes, you mean Rihanna? And I was like. Huh? She she then she found this clip of her with, I want to say it was Seacrest, huh? And like she's like, yeah, no, it just went like this way, and everybody just said it. Rihanna. Yeah, and I was like, Rihanna uh, sounds better. Rihanna does sound. So better. I'm gonna call her Rihanna. Yeah. Um, you know she's I didn't know she was from Barbados. Yeah. I had no idea. I I listened to her uh, do an interview prior to this. I was like, wait, is that an accent mm-hmm. I hear? Turns out she's from Barbados. Yeah. Never knew that. I didn't know where I thought some good-looking folks come out of there. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was news to me. Here we go, though, with the big question that I have: Will we see another pop star in the uh, in the halftime show? Because she's done a couple songs with Jay Z, which are oh, yeah. a couple of her hits: "Umbrella," Jay Z's in "Umbrella." Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's in this run this town. I don't think she's going to bring Kanye around because he's uh, all Looney Tunes. But maybe you bring Jay-Z in for for a couple of songs. That's the thing that they I'll do Give me now. the over on artists for sure. Really? There was a note that came up, uh, I want to say yesterday, when I was looking at all the crazy prop bets. She has gone through 39, at this time, 39 different versions of set lists in preparation for the Super Bowl. Have, okay. this I'm going to... Don't judge me because it was actually a good documentary. You watched the J Lo documentary? I did not. On Netflix, hmm. it's really good. Okay, it's about her Super Bowl. Like it, it takes place like as she's doing her Super Bowl prep. Prep. What goes into that? The fact that they do this for free is bananas mm-hmm. to me. But when you realize how many downloads they get after the fact and how much money they make on the back end. Definitely it, worth it, it tracks. For, for all of them. What's more insane to me is is how the but process is done. It Woo. is hours, days, mm-hmm. week, like it is like months of preparation that go into it because it has to be in that time frame. Yeah, I mean, you have to hit. You have such a finite amount of time. Like part of the J Lo documentary, like she is fighting with the NFL over like getting an extra 30 seconds because if they didn't get the extra 30 seconds, the whole thing falls apart. And she had a really good halftime. I thought she it, it was a really good halftime. It was nothing compared to what we saw last year. Last year was good. Last year is the best one we've ever seen. And uh, Rihanna, not Rihanna, Rihanna's got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, because, who wants to follow that act? Yeah, not just, not just the fact that you had every West Coast rapper imaginable mm-hmm. on the set, but then... Little fat fifty cent comes. You had upside down fat fifty cent. Yeah, he un unfurls himself, stuffed I, into a bulletproof vest. I'm gonna say unrolled. He unrolled himself <laughs> from the rafters, and I was like, yes, that was awesome. <laughs> he like it, everything you could have wanted. You had it right there in that Super Bowl, including not M&M, having it, not Snoop, having a Tupac Ray. hologram. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted did, I, the I Tupac want hologram. Look, I man, wanted it all. Look, man, I went to Vegas for Summer League this last year, and my wife and I went and did the Michael Jackson show, yeah. and they had a hologram that was so real it creeped the hell out of me. If they had done that with Tupac, I'd have been like, nope. Why? It was No, it was it was so Danny's real. Danny's over there like, technology scares me. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was too too real. Like, the, yeah, the Michael Jackson cool. show, they were interacting with it. Like, it was... Oh, really? It was freaky. Huh. Like, like... It was like, did he invite like kids backstage? Yeah, no, they pulled them into like, Wonderland Ranch. No, it was uh, it was a lot, man. It, <laughs> Wonderland, it's Neverland. It's far more creepy you, than Wonderland. Oh, God, I said Wonderland. Good yeah. lord, <laughs> it's the nickel on the table. Um, but yeah, it was it was terrifying. And if they had done that with Tupac, like ah, I would have been here for it. Listen, have you seen one of those like well, have you seen to, one of those like true to life holograms? All they had to do is go to Barbados where yeah, I did Captain EO at Disneyland. Is it like <laughs> what? I was saying, is that one you remember real? Captain EO? No. That was like the Michael Jackson thing at Disneyland a mm. long, long time ago. No. All right, you guys go ahead with your show. Yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, Captain the uh, the holograms EO? have changed a little bit ever I was watching uh, Back to the Future 2. Remember the giant jaws shark that comes out? It looks very <laughs> yeah. cartoony. It's supposed to be real. Yeah. yeah, it's a little more advanced than that now. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that Back to the Future hit. They missed the mark on quite a few uh, developments. But how could yeah. you? It was 1986. Yeah, it been pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good for what they did. They did a great job. But, uh, yeah, no. The, have, have you seen, a, like, a true-to-life hologram? No. When you do, it will cause you to kind of, like, stop and evaluate things. All it's, right. It's super trippy. Okay. Um, 
are we sold that this is going to be any good though? The halftime show, like it'll be good. They'll put on a good performance. I but feel like she's a good performer. Like I don't know enough. I guess I, I I know her music. I don't know enough about her as a performer. Like though. like Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez. Like they they put Justin Timberlake. They put on shows. Yeah, I know like, Battleship was a terrible movie. It was. She looked great in it. She was in that. Yeah. yeah. Did not know that. It's hard to remember sometimes over Brooklyn Decker. Gosh, Brooklyn Decker. Mm-hmm. Andy Roddick and her still married? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Good for True him. love. Sure. True love finds a way. Has as as a, a Brooklyn Decker is just kind of the name of a of a hot person. Good male or woman. A man or woman. Yeah, you know, yes. Like you if your name is Brooklyn Decker, yeah. you're a hot person. Yeah. That's a good point. Um that's why you want to like name your give your daughter like an old lady name. Like so <laughs> I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, Barbara. Yeah, my daughter's name's Evelyn, named her after my grandma. There you go. You know, because, protecting her, protecting her. Yeah. You know, she can still be beautiful, but we're not. We're just like her Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker is like, yeah, she's gonna be an all-time yes. hot. Like you know that when you name your kid yeah. that. Like it just sounds... shout, shouts to her parents. Yeah, they, they knew. Shout outs to her dad. Like <laughs> you know, like you know what you're signing yourself up mm-hmm. for. Like uh, you, that, but hey, man. That's that's got to be hell on being a dad. <laughs> I'm not cut out for that life. Yeah. I'm not cut out for that life one bit. I'd be like, hey, gay, eyes up here, buddy. Eyes up here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm terrified of becoming a father now. Oh, dude, it's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to do well. <laughs> I'm, no. Especially when they're like, well, you know, the good thing is that, uh, you know, uh, daughters will date guys that are like their dad. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm screwed. That's what I'm afraid of. I am screwed. Don't want that. <laughs> oh, no. Like, eventually, that'll work out for her. It's the 20 mm-hmm. years in between mm-hmm. that's problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That made me feel <sighs> worse. All right, 503-250-1080. That's Fantex line. Let's get our picks in. Let's get picky. Get your picks in on the Fantex line. Get them in at 503-250-1080. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.